the station design with the student voice in mind. KCOU-FM. Running KCOU 88.1 FM. Start your Sunday, the first Sunday in October. Harrison Vatnick joined alongside as usual. Jonathan Lidskin, a little bit of a somber Sunday here in Columbia, Missouri. After a, a tough outcome last night for our Tigers, we went down just a minute. How are we doing? It's Victory Lap Sunday. I'm doing great. Oh, yeah. We'll get to that later. <laughs> Forgot about that the one. Kool-Aid is being drank no more. They got to cool down a little last night. But yeah, that's that's one side of it. Hope everyone's doing well on this Sunday morning. Some good college football yesterday for most of the day. A lot of good NFL today. Ravens, Bills, two of the best teams in the AFC playing at the noon slate. There's actually no good games at 4.30. No, it's, it's terrible. The highlight game is Patriots-Packers. So I hope you enjoyed Brian With the backup quarterback, yeah. And then, then the night game is spectacular. Uh, Chiefs fucking here in Super Bowl 55. Pretty much a good Monday night game tomorrow. But we'll obviously start with the game that was last night from Furrow Field. And the, the take I have is a little bit more of a unique one. It's not one I've really we've talked about yet. I thought... Last night was like a pivotal point for Georgia, if that made sense. In makes sense. what way? So, I think Georgia like crossed like a new threshold last night, and they've reached like this new, like a new bar. And that bar they've reached is they've now reached Alabama expectations. They have made it. Georgia is now the class of college football. You know why? Because they have people like Joel Klatt, who's. One of the best insight in all of college football. Who saying, moved them down to five. Moved them from one to five, saying Georgia cannot play they have against Kent State and Missouri and stay at the top. Well, Alabama has been at the top for years. Since what? They won the first title in the Saban era in 2009. Did everyone expect Georgia is just going to win every game by a 40-3 to score like it was last year? No, I mean, that's exactly it. Yeah. Like... People started expecting that. Now Georgia's going to blow out everybody. And so I thought last night when they were there battle-tested, they faced adversity down double digits going into the fourth quarter at Missouri. And they came back, and Bennett hit a lot of big throws, and they ran the ball well, and the defense got a couple stops, and they needed it. And they showed resiliency because they're battle-tested, and they've been to the gauntlet before, and they won the title last year, dethroning Alabama. And now they have the Alabama expectations. Now everyone expects them to win 40-3. to three. They're expected to go and beat Missouri on the road by a lot and expected to not allow Kent State to cross midfield because now they've reached that. They're the top dog in college football. They've almost maybe even surpassed Alabama at that point in terms of expectations. Everyone's now expecting Georgia to be this team. And when you beat Missouri by four points and you get this kind of reaction, that's when you know that Georgia has made it this far. It's also like... Very weird how their expectations have sort of changed this year. Just just this year, by the way. Like, they started in the preseason, and, like, I had them in the, in the playoff in the preseason. But, like, overall, I would say their expectations were, yeah, they lost a lot on defense last year from that, like, unbelievable D. They're probably not going to be as good as they w- were this, this year. 
let's just let's slow down a little bit on them. Then they come out week one and just embarrassed Oregon, yeah. and all, all of a sudden the expectations the last couple of weeks have been like, oh, this is the they're, they're just as good as they were last year, which the they mo- still which they still probably are. No. But the like, moment they beat Oregon is when people are like, oh wait, this is the same team as last year, and 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 that's what when we got to the point where like, yeah, they're in like the Alabama tier level of. This is like the greatness we expect from them now, and then the last two weeks they haven't played great, and and everyone's just like, oh my god, like this is absurd. Like how could they be playing this way? I think that Georgia is one board because because they haven't lost a regular season game since that Florida game in 2020, and two. I think they probably are going to benefit from something from something like this. Yeah, playing t- playing bad twice and just having the media just like absolutely kill them for it. Like that's fine, and that's like, like and I, that's when you know they've made it. Like the, Georgia had absolutely like forget the forget the fact that they're going to drop in the AP poll today. Like Georgia had absolutely that was a no harm situation last night with the result they had. Absolutely they won the game. Like they they played bad and won the and won the game. In the grand scheme of things, if they lose the SEC championship to Bama and finish the season 12-1, and one, the committee's not going to be saying there, oh, my God, you guys remember that game they played against Missouri on October 1st? Exactly. How, how bad they looked? Like, no. Like, they are one of the four best teams in college football right I now. S- I would say they're probably one of the best three at worst. We'll do our top 10, top 8 at uh, the end of our college football section, but... I'm George was number one yesterday. Now I have him at two just because I was a little more impressed with what Bama looked yesterday when their quarterback went down with uh, their backup John Milrow coming in and leading them to the win against Arkansas. I still think Georgia should be the favorite to win the title right now, and I'm not going to overreact to this game. I wouldn't go co- that. co-favorites, co-favorites. I, I wouldn't go that far, but I've also I've never said that they should be the title favorites. But that that doesn't say I'm not trying to say they can't win the title. They absolutely can. But I, I think. Putting them at f- as favorites was I, – I never was was picking them to win the title this year. Yeah, not a lot of people were. I'm on that train right now. If I were to – but Ohio State was my preseason champion. I would probably still say Ohio State and Georgia are probably going to play for the title, but there's a lot more. Let's go to the Missouri side of things. Does anything that happened yesterday change your opinion on the Eli Drinkwitz regime? No. Good. That's the that's correct like, answer. Not really. Like – this is like I kind of was like thinking this last night because obviously like that's this is all I was thinking about like it, until I went to sleep. Missouri didn't look any better on the offensive side of the ball than they have in the last five weeks or yeah. last four weeks. Like, like the difference was like they got a couple of fluke turnovers. They benefited from really good field position a couple times. Like Georgia. Was like was just missing throws in the fir- first half. Their offense wasn't very explosive, and part of the reason I think for that was Ad Mitchell didn't play yesterday. Yeah. He's their best deep threat. But like the defense was impressive, but the defense has been impressive all year outside of the K State game, which still you like can't, can't still like K State had a special teams they touchdown. The the they had really good field position the, the entire game. Like Missouri's defense is good. We, we know this. They are they are a very good defense. But their offense didn't show me anything that like that, that like we hadn't seen already. They they popped a couple of big big plays. They, they've hit some big play plays though this year. Like they hit some big plays against Auburn. They hit some big plays 
the first couple weeks. Like Love it getting hurt at the end of the half kind of hurt him. Because if the, he was out there for the second half, it would open the offense up a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, the, this was... This showed me nothing uh, that we hadn't already seen from Missouri. More confident like, than Florida like, wins next week. One, one thing that somebody told me last night is, imagine I had told you before the game that Missouri won, right? You would have thought, oh, Georgia played terrible. Like They played ridiculously awful, right? That Georgia played worse than you would have thought if Missouri won the game. No, I'm with you on that. I think that makes sense. So, like, uh, that's pretty much what it boiled down to. Mizzou had to be perfect, and they weren't. Mizzou needed to score more than one touchdown to beat Georgia. Imagine, like, Mizzou won the game from one touchdown against Georgia. How crazy that would be. Yeah, I mean, like, and also they had improbable. Get, you know when Georgia's final punt came? A minute 35 left in the first half. Yeah, yeah, that's a what minute I meant. thirty-five in the first quarter. Second, first quarter. A minute thirty-five in the first quarter is when Georgia punted for the last time. They had a fumble in the next drive and then but scored the, the rest of the, how, the last think drive. Think about how incredible that is. Georgia didn't punt for the final three quarters, and Missouri was still leading with four minutes to go. Yeah, and well, I thought Stetson Bennett wasn't Th- amazing. Think about yesterday. how bad Georgia had to play for that to be the case. Yeah, it, it's it's wild. I don't think Stetson Bennett played amazing yesterday. But I thought four times in the second half on third and long, he stepped up and had a huge completion. A couple times to Ladd McConkey, he had one to Bowers. Darnell Washington was superb as he usually is. Rosemary Jackson was really good in the fourth quarter. I thought Bennett hit a lot of big throws and was a big reason of why they came back and won the yeah, game. Yeah, it was a tale of two halves for him. He played terrible in the first, first half, half. But, you know, uh, the experience, he, he's, this guy's played a lot of college games now. So he, he played a lot in 2020. He played the entire last year. Outside of the first week of the season. What's your early lean for uh, Mizzou oh, at Florida next week? And we'll be on the call on this very station at 11 a.m. Like, what the, what's the Saturday. spread? Not, not the spread, but the, how the game you think will go. Oh, I mean, I think there's a couple different ways you can look at this. Florida's going to be on a relatively short week because they're playing today instead of yesterday. But they are at home. M- Mizzou's going into another atmosphere with probably 80,000, 85,000. It'll be similar to what the Auburn game was. Yeah. But Florida's a much better team than Auburn is, even though they are really inconsistent. I, I, I hate to use the term hangover game for a game that they lost, but I, that almost feels like what it could be. Yeah, I like that. So, so yeah, I, I, I think I, I think Florida could could give some Mizzou some problems. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, it's going to be if, – if Hopper's not a spy on Richardson and we'll next see what week, Abram you're doing Shane's a lot wrong. Was, he, because he got, yeah, he did he get hurt. Injured. You know how he got hurt when Darnell tried to hurdle him? Oh, is that Well, the Darnell like, did hurdle him, but like... Dude, Darnell had a play yesterday where they threw it to him down the sideline. I think this was in the fourth quarter. They threw it to him down the sideline. One of our safeties came up to make a tackle and like hit him. And like he had it timed perfectly that he could have like popped him. Darnell made him fall down. There's no, yeah. like, he is like a sixth offensive lineman on the field. Who also has the best hands on the team? He, are, are you saying it's like, I would I wouldn't say he's the best hands on the team. That probably goes to Bowers or McConkey, but like, McConkey dropped the pass yesterday. It, it's like it's like if you could like, it, it's like if like a lineman was like eligible every that's, single play. That's what I just said. Like, six offensive lineman who has the best hands. That's on the team. that's crazy. Like no, he's if, and they figure out how to use him like, in the perfect way. If he's not a first round pick, like what are you doing? He's an <laughs> unbelievable tight end prospect. He might even come back next year. With Mayor, maybe he he'll he'll be a second round pick next year, I think. Uh, some other games. We'll go into the SEC back. Big game in the ACC. Wake Forest on the road at Florida State. 
didn't think I was going to go there. No, you uh, you're uh, you're you're dodging. Any any thought? Do- this is this is Michigan dodging Illinois in tw- in 2020 in <laughs> basketball. Any thoughts on Wake Florida State? Wake's really good. That's the only big game in the ACC yesterday. Wake's, Wake's really good. I didn't think they were going they could play as well as they did against Clemson. I thought that was kind of like their peak, but man, they they can pretty much score at will. They they, they controlled that game start to finish. Against Florida yeah. State, as a touch on underdog, I would get into the Clemson NC State game, but you know I didn't watch the game, so you know I was. You know I went back and you know, watched the highlights. I, I didn't I, look. I didn't watch the highlights. I, it was tired, and you know as as America's honesty broker, I didn't want to you know. Oh, it, you're stealing yeah. that title now. <laughs> I didn't want to you know pretend I knew what happened in this game. So, well, yeah. I, so I, I, I just could read the score. Clemson defeated NC State uh, thirty to twenty. Um, DJ Gungle only threw for two hundred nine yards. So. Will, as, your boy Will Shipley, four yards per carry. As uh, yeah, no, Ship had his worst game of the season yesterday. He wasn't even Clemson's leading rusher. That was yeah, that was DJ. Uh, but yeah, for those of you that uh that didn't get a chance to see the game because I actually went back and watched the highlights and looked at the box score and kind of got a feel for how this game went. Uh, Clemson should have won by a lot more and completely dominated them. So, yeah, that's that's it. That's it. Clemson, Clemson's got one more tough game. I was going to say, grand scheme of things, Clemson is really looking up right if, now. If, like, listen, unless I'm mistaken, and BC turned a corner the, yesterday against Louisville, they got BC next That's week. That's the Saturday ABC game. Yeah, they got BC next week, Florida State on the road the following week. If they get through that Florida State game, it's over. They're going to be a playoff game. Is that Florida State going to be a night game? I would imagine. Three straight Saturday night games for Clemson. I know, like... That's like I typical mean, for them, but I, I can't really complain about what times teams I, I guess, are playing. Michigan is is big noon every single week. Well, that, that's also the same week as Utah USC. So we'll see what the network. Oh, like, that's after, true. I don't think like I don't. I'm not this person who believes like you have an advantage playing a night game over a day game. Like I don't think that's how it works. I think that only matters at uh at Kinnick. LSU or Kinnick. LSU also. I'd say also. Uh, Iowa um, has this weird thing where like they can only win yeah, games tonight. Like, like slip up late in the year against like Louisville or Miami at home. Listen, like, I, to pit that one year. Listen, I thought they were going to slip up at the start of the year and still and still make the playoff. I did. I didn't think they were going to go run the table and go undefeated. But the coastal is so bad. No, it's bad. <laughs> and just on top of that, like after that Florida State game, they've already played everyone that they've need. That's tough. Like Notre at Notre Dame could still be tough, but how is Notre Dame moving the ball against this team? I think NC State's going to lose to Florida State next week at home. I At the start of the season, I thought it was going to be either Boston College or Florida State. These two no, back-to-back road games. I said I think NC State could lose to Florida State next week at home. Oh, NC State, not Clemson. Uh, yeah, I mean, sure. Like, and they're at Syracuse, dude. The Wolfpack, my, the Wolfpack dream, if it's not dead already. I mean, hey, right I, I have no reason to root against them now. If anything, I have something to root for them. Props up Clemson's resume for when <laughs> for when it's a twelve and one Clemson against the uh, twelve and one Utah. I think the Saints right? just muffed the punt. Yeah, no, the Saints muffed the punt, but that's regardless. Yeah, I agree. No, Clemson, kudos to them. They proved me wrong. Give them credit. Credit where credits due. Is a great Mark Jackson will say. SEC teams. Back to the SEC. Actually, quickly, Big Twelve. Mess. Mess. Kansas Jayhawks, Fun. best team in the conference, right? No, no not that the conference. <laughs> oh. No, uh, Bay- Oklahoma State is a really good team. Yeah, they have a really good offense, and they're five and zero right now. Are they four and zero? I still bet they they're end up. I still bet they end up losing twice. The schedule is like not everyone in this conference is going to lose right. twice. Kansas State, I think, is really good. They have the best rushing offense in the country, with a, a revitalized Adrian Martinez, who could have predicted that, and Deuce Vaughn is having a great year and great coach. I 
Chris Kleiman is my They coach. ran for over 300 Chris yesterday Kleiman's against Texas Tech. Borderline coach of the year. We'll see. Just because of how good he's made Adrian Martinez look. In the in the Big 12? Yeah. Dude, dude. Kansas could lose every game the rest of the season. Lance Leipold will still win that award. <laughs> Kansas goes 5-7. And, and misses a bowl. And yeah, Lance Leipold still wins I'm not the out on Baylor yet. Uh, I, I had my suspicions at you, the beginning of the year. How many games do you think they're going to win? 7-8. Okay, I have over But that's what I thought they were going to win at the start of the year. No, I I think they're a team that gets better as year goes on. And that happened last year. That's, that's probably true. Like, uh, listen, hypothetically, the next three games are West Virginia, Kansas, Texas Tech. They're better than all three of those teams. So right now, if you were to predict who will play in the Big 12 championship. Texas, Oklahoma State. I would go Baylor, Oklahoma State. I don't know what you, this obsession with Texas is. They have, they have two losses. They'd be five and zero with a backup quarterback, know, like, and only yeah, one of those is if, only one of those is in conference. But the schedule still is tough. Like, I think they're going to beat Oklahoma. They're going to be a favorite against so Oklahoma. Everyone, so everyone's out on Oklahoma. So Oklahoma's done. Dude, they're terrible. No, I agree. They couldn't stop your flag team. <laughs> I have a good flag team, but yeah, they, you are a good flag team. But they're going to be, beat Oklahoma next week. They're, they're going to be a favorite. They're going to beat Iowa State. Oklahoma State and Kansas State, that's tough. They'll probably lose one of those yeah, games. It's, it's going to be weird in that conference. I think, I was saying that's also the big. But, like, I think they're the, the next challenger in that conference is Kansas State or TCU. And, like, TCU is still somehow being on. TCU's 5 0 and still being on. Dude, TCU's good. Yeah, they're good. They're the best we, team in Texas. We right talk now. about what Kalen DeBoer's doing with, uh, with Michael Penix up at Washington. How about Sonny Dykes with Max Duggan? Yeah, I mean, holy cow! No, Dykes does a home run hire. One of the mm-hmm. best, one of the most underrated hire of the offseason. Yeah, I'm bringing in Dykes from SMU. Let's go through this SEC stuff because we got to figure out who's good and who's not in this conference. The, the top two are good. We know that. How good is Tennessee? We'll start with them. They were all yesterday. Oh, they played. No, they were I, off yesterday. I'd be lying if they if I said they didn't have a major flaw. But they, but like their offense is so good that they'll probably still win nine ten games. You think the flaw is the defense? Correct. Yeah, I mean, just want to make sure, dude. They gave up almost 500 yards to to Florida last week. A lot of that came in garbage time, though. But like, was it garbage time because it was a one possession game and Florida had the ball a chance to win it? I never really thought Tennessee was going to lose that game. I didn't either, to be fair. But that's not to say it was garbage time. No, you're right about that. Like, I, I think you're mistaking garbage time with. How we felt about the game, because t- like ten- like Florida couldn't get a stop either. Tennessee was mo- moving up and down, but you know they got LSU coming off a bye, and then they have Bama. So Tennessee's schedule is not easy. No, it's it's tough. So what about Ole Miss? Who they beat Kentucky yesterday in a really ugly game, but Ole Miss they don't mind playing ugly because they got a really good defense. One of the yeah, three best defenses in the conference with probably Alabama and Georgia. One of the, I think LSU has a better defense than them, but that's, I think it's close. that's besides the point. I do think that those teams are really close, those those two. But um, the thing with Ole Miss is like they 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 played better than Kentucky yesterday. Let's let's get that straight. Yeah. Like Kentucky had a couple special teams plays that like but Kentucky their, also missed their, two fa- extra their fans will try to tell you like. Oh, we were a tackle on a kickoff to return away from w- winning that game, which like that shouldn't be the case. Like, yeah, but I thought Kentucky very easily could have won that game. Like, missed, missed two extra points, missed a field goal, and fumble inside the tenth. Th- th- but think about it this way, though: Kentucky was unreal on special teams. They returned multiple kickoffs, like inside. No, the- that's not the case. They were not unreal on special teams. They missed two extra points and a field goal on kickoff returns. Yeah, they but were. special teams is an entire unit. Sorry, they were good on kickoff returns. Okay. They got set up inside the Ole Miss thirty twice and. So, 
they're unreal. They turn the ball over like what twice since inside. Um, yeah. Inside plus territory. Let us in through a pick, but they fumble twice. They, they fumble twice inside plus territory. All of that. So the great field position, the turning it over inside plus territory, they were still outgained by 70 yards. Yeah, and they only scored 19 points to show for it. That's how good they don't miss defenses. They scored, they had the two kick returns, and they, go, they only got six points out of them. I'm saying that, like, Kentucky got all these breaks, and, like, yeah, Ole, Ole Miss still outgained them by 70 yards. Ole Miss held them after they had the breaks. Like, people, like, I think people are looking at this game too much in a nutshell because, like, Ole Miss, like, they made mistakes too. Like, they they went for it inside. They went for it inside their uh, inside the Kentucky five came up came up short. They they threw a pick like they threw a pick in the Kentucky territory. Like, there were plenty of mistakes on both both sides, which is what made this game really ugly. Yeah, I. I still trust Ole Miss's defense over their offense this year, which is crazy to say in a Lane Kiffin team. Their offense they have to figure it out at some point. I haven't been super impressed by them. I know they they scored what forty two nothing against Georgia Tech, thirty five against Tulsa. Tulsa got a good offense though. They have two easy ones against Vandy and Auburn coming up. Then LSU, A and M, Bama, Arkansas, Miss State. The, those final five games it's are just gone. brutal. I think they can go ten and two. I think they can go three and two. In Nine games. and three. Okay. Nine and three. They'll lose three of those. We'll get into that. Kentucky. So we, we talked about them and that individual game. In the grand scheme of things, what are they looking at? Like, who besides the AP voters thought this was a good football no, team? No, I didn't think they were the seventh best team in the country. I don't think anybody It's just because they beat Florida, who's not very good to begin with. Yeah, I mean, this is get, gets back to the whole thing of, like, teams get credit for wins at the, at the time look good and don't end up looking they good, very good. They jumped up 11 spots after they beat Florida. Like, Come on, man! Like, is is Mizzou gonna be ranked if if they beat Florida next week? Like, no, but like, it's all the perception of of when you play, which is you know. But that's why the rankings matter. The committee releases their first ones at the end of the month. Well, those really don't matter either. They do because that's when we have to take into account. Those ones actually matter. Not really. How do they not matter? They determine who goes to the playoffs. Because it's week 10, and like there's still four games to be played. Well, I'm saying once, like we, get, once the, we get to that point. At the end of the day, like teams are going to lose, teams are going to win, and the teams that win make the playoff because that's how the sport works. What do you think Kentucky will finish? 9-3, If South Hold Carolina, on, Mississippi, Tennessee, Missouri, Vandy, Georgia, Louisville. 8-4. I agree. I think they'll lose three more games. They're, they're losing, losing to Tennessee. They're losing to Georgia. They're losing one more. I think Mississippi State. Probably right? Mississippi State. Mississippi State's good. You, you were maybe, high on them. Maybe at Mizzou. What do you think about Mississippi State? I wasn't that high on them in the preseason. I have them ranked pretty high right now. Their offense is one of the best in the country. And Will, Will, Roger, Will Rogers has been probably the best deep passer in the SEC this year. I, th- I think he's been just spectacular. They're 4-1. They absolutely slaughter A&M yesterday. Just wire-to-wire dominate them. They're probably going to be a favorite against Arkansas next week. I, I, think, I think you were a little bit wrong on Arkansas preseason. Uh, I think you underestimated how poor their quarterback is when the first read's not there. I, I think they still probably end up winning seven, eight games. Eight games, probably. Yeah, eight, eight, yeah also, Did you win nine? Eight, yeah, nine and three. Okay. So they'll win one last game than I thought. But, I, I mean, if, if you're going to tell me the reason that Arkansas didn't finish nine and three and they finished eight and four was because they – they fumbled in, inside the AM five to go go up fourteen. Oh, yeah. Like, that's fine. Like, I lean to them being seven and five. They're gonna beat BYU. See, I, don't, I think, don't know about that. I don't think BYU is very good. I don't know about that. That 
That's a good I, turn game. I have BYU unranked for the record right now. What are they right now? 20 Navy Bowl? 19. Okay. I'm... They played terrible against Utah State. What? But uh, I feel like I think they beat Auburn. I think they beat Liberty. LSU was a game. I you know how high, how high I am on LSU. I had them beating LSU. And LSU beat Auburn yesterday very ugly, which is it goes to and show they, that they can win ugly. They get Ole Miss at home in the middle of that brutal stretch for Ole Miss, and then Missouri to end the season. What are your, what are your overall thoughts on LSU? Even though they didn't play well yesterday, down seventeen nothing, rallied back and win. They a lot play, of guys in their defense. They played terrible, but. I still think that like they're one of the five best defenses in the country. Their offense just has, sure their offense just has to play right in the in the the right games. Their offense has to play well in the right games. What we haven't gotten to Bama Arkansas yet. The Bama side of it. If Young is out, dude, LSU was outgained by 150 yards. Yeah, yesterday. I guess a Wildcat quarterback. <laughs> it's fine. Or if, we're gonna chalk it up as an outlier. If Young is out next week, we're gonna Harry. We're gonna chalk it up as an outlier. Chuck, what up? The LSU game. Okay, I'm fine with that. But if Young is out next week against AM, does that change your thought on the game at all? If Young's out against AM? Which I think he will be. It they it goes from a three possession win to a three possession win. So you're comfortable in saying they're gonna win pretty easily. Bama? Yeah. Yeah, dude. This, dude this is their game this year. This is Bama's game. It it was already their game as as a revenge game, and then Jimbo went talking about nonsense in the offseason, which he was probably right, but Saban was probably right too. Like, like the the whole like the whole thing back and forth with them in the offseason was so stupid. It was like, oh, like Bama cheats, A and M cheats. It's like, yeah, you both do. Like, probably, <laughs> but like, it, this was already a revenge game for Bama. A and M poked the bear, which they was totally un- I, uncalled for. Also, I said this way before the season. I said that A and M would lose to Mississippi State right before the Bama game. I didn't realize they'd be a four point underdog, but regardless, Dude, like A and M has been outplayed in four of their five games this season, and they go to Bama next week. Yeah. Let's do upset specials then top. You're first 10. this week. Yeah. Which means I'm first on the lock yeah. pod next week. I'll, locks pod. I'll go. <laughs> that was poorly worded. The locks pod. So there was one Cover that's, that's awesome. really. I mean, again, there's gonna be a lot of changes in the eight people, so this could be. Try to take those into account. Is TCU and Kansas both gonna be ranked? Yes. Hmm. If Kansas isn't ranked, America wins. Who does Syracuse play? I really like. I tell I, you, what Kansas I like isn't ranked. St- in my I like, poll. I like Iowa State to be Kansas State. That feels like an Iowa State win on the at home. Iowa State may be favored in that game, by and the way. Ames, Iowa. It's a good pick. Good pick. I'll, I'll go with that subject to change. I'm finding mine right now. Um, Oh, got it. Florida State's beating NC State next week. Okay. I don't think that's a bad pick. Cool. Uh, do you give us your top eight or top ten, whatever you want. I do top eight. First of all, Illinois should be ranked. Kansas shouldn't. Does Illinois, didn't Illinois lose to Indiana? Yeah, they also no team that lost to Connor is actually ranked. Illinois yesterday was more impressive than anything Kansas has done this year. Give me your top eight. Dude, Kansas is gonna be ranked. They'll barely get 200 yards. All right, my top eight, which means I leave out my nine and ten. Am I going backwards? Fine, you can do your top ten if you want. Okay, ten Oregon, nine Penn State, eight Tennessee, seven USC, six Utah, five Clemson, four Michigan, three Georgia, two Ohio State, one Alabama. Okay. George is down to three. I would have 10 Utah, 9 Tennessee, 8 Ole Miss, 7 Oklahoma State, 6 USC, 
five Michigan, four Clemson, three Ohio State, two Georgia, one Bama. Did you say you've Utah ten? Yeah. How am I higher in Utah than you are? I want to see him beat UCLA next week. Dude, I didn't move him down after they lost to Florida. I might have moved him down to like 9 or Let's 10. Let's sure won that game, like, but whatever. Let's go to our break, but and you know, then we'll do our full NFL Week 4 preview talking Chiefs, Bucks, Bills, Ravens, and whatever else Dude, is on. Dude, Big Game Boomer week. just put out his top Let's 25. Let's go to the break. Bye, John. Hi, sports fanatics. We are Luca Vitalik. Ryan Walterman. And Ben Schmidt. Let us introduce you to a weekly favorite sports podcast on KCOU 88.1 FM. On Around the Wave, several guests and us provide you the most thorough Mizzou sports coverage. Also, NFL, NBA, MLB, and NHL coverage where we debate. Provide legendary lists and give bold predictions. So join us every Thursday morning at 9 o'clock Central Time on KCOU 88.1 FM. We hope to see you there. Salute Your Sports is back and better than ever. Tune in at our new time, 12 p.m. on Fridays on KCOU 88.1 FM and at our website, kcou.fm. Salute Your Sports is going on our 11th year strong, the longest-running Mizzou-centric KCOU radio show, and you can catch myself, Zach Berman, David Campbell, and Adam Busek as we talk all things Missouri Tigers. Once again, 12 p.m. Central on KCOU 88.1 FM. Culture, KCOU. Society, KCOU, you, me, togetherness, equality, eternity, KCOU, deep space, travel and leisure, KCOU, magazine subscription, ends eventually, just as all of us KCOU 88.1 FM, Columbia, Missouri. Missouri's Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft. Voting is a right and a responsibility. You can always vote a provisional ballot on election day, but using a photo ID is the best way to vote. A valid Missouri driver's license, for example. If you need an ID, my office can help you get one for free. Either way, your vote counts. Check out sos.mo.gov or call my office. And remember, in Missouri, if you're registered, you can vote. Sponsored by Missouri Secretary of State. What do you get when you put two fiercely competitive sports fans who love to debate in the same room? Um, I don't know. You get a new show called Mixed Doubles on KCOU 88.1 FM. Wow, Abigail, that's really cool. What's the show about? We're going to be talking about all things NFL, MLB, college sports, NASCAR, and tennis. Tennis? Why tennis? Well, we have to talk about tennis. It's it's in the name. Mmm, I don't know, Abigail. We'll have to talk about that later, but... I can't wait to listen to Mixed Doubles on KCOU 88.1, Fridays at 1. Wait, Blaze, you can't listen to the show. You're you're in the show. You're one of the co-hosts, remember? My fault, Abigail. I guess everyone else will have to listen to Mixed Doubles on KCOU 88.1 FM.
Welcome back to KCOU 88.1 FM. Start your Sunday, the 2nd of October. Where'd the music go? Whatever. Mm. Regardless. <laughs> I think I'm actually just turned off. I turned my mic on. Start your Sunday, October 2nd, 2022. Harrison Vatnick joined alongside Jonathan Lidskin. How are we doing today, Lids? I know you're a little upset with the Mizzou loss. We didn't talk as much about... Uh... We didn't talk as much about uh, NC State Clemson. Well, we have liked. to talk on another podcast about that one. That's okay. I have another one tomorrow I can I, talk about. I would about. say another podcast, but I don't think I'm allowed to say. Never mind. <laughs> Let's get to our NFL. Forbidden. He who shall not be named. And the Saints are within two points. Let's get to it's our like NFL. Harry Potter. Let's get to the NFL previews. Well, remember last year, our NFL Week 4, we wouldn't talk about Bucks Patriots? Yeah, that, I, I do remember that. You, you thought of some really creative... That might have been your most creative moment on the show. Oh, that was a lot of fun. Let's do... Let's start with the big game, obviously. Chiefs Bucks. Big game boomer. <laughs> he lives rent-free in your head. Dude, he had Michigan State top five three weeks ago. Chiefs Bucks, Sunday Night Football. Their first meeting Michigan is, since Super Bowl. What? What do you have to say? Are they a top five FBS team in the state of Michigan? In Michigan? I don't know. Who, who else are you putting up there? Eastern Michigan? Central Michigan? Western Central Michigan? Michigan lost to Toledo yesterday. But that's beside the point. Michigan State lost to Maryland yesterday. Chiefs Bucks. Okay. They played in Super Bowl Fifty Five. The Chiefs won. Sorry, the Chiefs. The did Chiefs not. did not. The Chiefs win that definitely game. Didn't win that game. Sorry. I'm that was game was that close. It was thirty-one nine. The Bucks won. Brady Super Bowl MVP. Gronkowski got two touchdowns. Bucks are two and one this year. They haven't looked good in any of their games. They've scored like three offensive touchdowns. One of them came with like fourteen seconds left last week. The Chiefs looked pretty good in weeks one and two against the Cardinals and Chargers. And then a horrifying performance last week. One of your locks, they lost. You're below 500 on locks this year, John. Yeah, which is bad because I'd be down a lot of money if we'd be bet if we bet yeah, these. Yeah, if you kept taking these heavy favorite money lines, like a certain <laughs> someone out there, you know, you're, you're making you're not you're, you're making the wrong bets. Uh, two and one Chiefs, two and one Bucks. Who is the edge in this one? I think the Chiefs are a good spot to bounce back here. Uh, I know both teams are looking to bounce back, but. I made the 2020 Patriot or 2019 Patriots comparison at the beginning of the year with this Bucks team, and I'm not backing down from it. Their offense has looked just dreadful. They've been set up a couple times on touchdowns this year by good field position because of turnovers, and I think they had a defensive touchdown against New Orleans a couple weeks ago too. But they really cannot move the ball, and whether that's inconsistencies with wide receivers being in and out of the lineup and whatnot. I think it's really hard to see this Chiefs offense being shut down two weeks in a row. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. I, I like Kansas City a lot in this game. Godwin and Evans are both coming back for Tampa. I don't know about Julio. Even though they're playing at home and there was a hurricane earlier this week and whatever, it's going to be, they'll probably do something before the game about it. I, yeah. I'm not sure how that's going to stop Patrick Mahomes and company. They're going to move ball pretty well. I know that Bucks have a pretty good defense. I think this is going to be a bit of a low scoring game. Uh, I, I'll take. This is probably the final time Brady and Mahomes are ever going to play unless Brady goes back to the AFC, which who knows what will happen. Or they play in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I have my doubts about Which seems more unlikely than not. I'll take the Chiefs by score of 28-14. to I'll go Chiefs 27, Bucks 17. Okay. Bills-Ravens is probably the biggest game of the day in my outside of that one. I I mean, I think it's the biggest regardless. The two worst teams in one score games in the last two years are the Carolina Panthers at, I believe, 2-6, and 3-6, and six, and then the worst team, the Buffalo Bills, who are 0-7 the last two years in one score games. Mm-hmm. That includes the playoff game against 
the Chiefs, where they were up with 13 seconds, seconds to go. Yeah. And it also includes last week when they outgained Miami by like 200 yards, and they still lost the game and scored 19 points. And they dominated time possession regardless. So, so why don't you think they're winning these one-score games then? Is it coaching? I don't think so. I think because I think they have good coaching. I don't know. Is it? it I just, I don't understand it. Ken Dorsey didn't stay in bounds with the clock running no, down. No, I agree with that. Also, it's they just can't close games. It's I, strange. I, I think it's just variance, honestly. Like, I eventually, think, they're gonna have to. I, I think they're gonna flip. It's gonna flip eventually, but and they'll start winning the one score flip games today because I think today's game's gonna be close. Uh I'm gonna say no. You don't think they think they lose against Baltimore? I I do. Hmm. I, I think that they're still just absolutely devastated in their in their secondary, specifically at the safety position, and Baltimore's offense has just been electric this this Best year. Best offense in the league, so yeah, far. E- quite easily, honestly. I don't know how well they'll run the football, but Lamar's been great, great passing it this year. And, yeah, I, as much as I just ranted about variance, I, I think Baltimore wins a one-score game today. That's fairly close. Oh, he has no, trouble I, with the I headphones. I think so also. Even though the Bills are really without corners, the the Ravens don't really have much receivers. Rashad Bateman and Devin Duvernay as your top two receivers. is probably the worst one-two receiver duo in the league. Give me... Give me Buffalo. I'll I'll go the Bills. I disagree think, on this one. I I think Josh Allen, they'll bounce back after whatever happened last week, and I think the Vikings are about to go punt again. I think that they're going Good. to have they they need. I think all the the narrative all week is about how Buffalo can't win one score games, and they might be overrated. And everyone wants to talk about how good Baltimore is, and Baltimore plus three is the most public play of the week. Give me, give me Buffalo. When does that? Because the NFL, obviously, there's so many one-score games. When does that one-score game stack go back to? Like they're oh, oh and last seven. two years. Okay. So the start of 2019. So it's start of 2021. My bad. Okay. Because so every game they lost last year was by one score, and then their one loss. Yeah, I mean score. that honestly adds up. They're the best team in the league when everything's like clicking, and when it's not, it's like, what happens? Oh, the Vikings just faked the punt, wide did, open. Did it work? It was an underthrow, but I think he caught it. Wow, that was a really good fake punt. No, bad. Why? I have the Saints. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, money line or spread? I think uh, I think money line. Okay. But I'm. Well, if you took the spread, they're covering. But if you took the money line, they're not. Uh, another yeah, big that's, game today. that's why I'm checking right this now. This is like surprisingly like the biggest like one of the bigger games at the early slate. Jaguars Eagles. The three yeah. and Eagles, my Super Bowl Eagles, fly, Eagles, Eagles fly. fly. Why are they your really? Super Bowl Eagles? Because they're the team that you I... You picked San Francisco. No, I did, but like now like, I'm fully on the Eagles train. Okay. I think we go 13-4 before the year. I That's fine. We, need to, we need to adjust. It's okay. Hey, I'm making adjustments on the fly. It's part of the sport. They're six and a half point underdog, a favorite today against Jacksonville. It's two and one. Their only loss came a fluky loss against Carson Wentz and the, the Washington Commanders. In a game they should have won. Yeah. And they've dominated the Chargers last week and looked really good week four against a pretty good Colts team. So who has the edge today between Jalen Hurts and Trevor Lawrence? Uh, I think today might be when Jacksonville's kind of youth is going to show. Yeah. I think the Eagles are just they're clicking right now. They're, they're disciplined on both sides of the ball. Jalen Hurts has clearly taken that next step. And I, I, do, I like Trevor Lawrence a lot. I, re, I really do. But Jacksonville is so... Young, just even outside of him, and I think today could be a day when 
when when Trevor struggles a little because like you know he's been playing so well, but he's not perfect. The pass rush they're going to face today is going to be yeah pretty lethal, really, really tough. Yeah, I, give me the Eagles by two touchdowns. I think that's a lot, thirty four twenty. But I know what that team's capable. Of. I don't know if it's going to be by that much, but I'll go Philly. I'll go Philly thirty four, Jacksonville twenty seven. Okay, so, so you're giving a touchdown to Jacksonville in that Yeah, I think, I think Lawrence could make some no, mistakes I'm, I'm today. Excited for this. I'm really excited for this game just because how high I'm, I'm the Eagles. I said they'd win 13 games before the season started, obviously. And they they have a great rushing attack. And what Jalen Hurts is doing so far and might be an early MVP candidate. I don't know. Uh, Definitely. What's another? Titans-Colts is interesting. I don't want to call it like loser leaves town, but like, dude, the, the Titans lose. They're 1-3. And the Colts lose are you know one two and one. I know how that's how math works, but like these teams kind of need a. Both of these teams need to figure it out. Um, I think it's kind of funny how we play three weeks of football, or and it wasn't even three weeks. It was after week two that everyone just kind of freaked out about the Colts because they played really bad the first two, two weeks. I still think they're going to win the division. Over Jacksonville, I, yeah. I, I know everyone was started started kind of trend towards picking Jacksonville to win the division after those first two weeks. I still think it's the Colts, even though their record probably won't look very good at the end of the season. This this honestly could be this this could be the AFC East in 2020, where just like the the winner of it is like right around 500. AFC and, East or NFC East? NFC East. Yeah, so I sorry. agree. Sorry, uh, I do think the Colts win today. I think. They're gonna. St- they've they've started clicking. Their defense was great last week against K- Kansas City, and really a a must win spot for them. I know that's weird to say early in the year, but Tennessee really has not looked good. They almost blew that game to Vegas last last week. No, they're not good at all. Defense is pretty it's, poor. It's very clear that they have started either trending towards a rebuild or they knew they were going to be in a rebuild starting this year. I don't know about a rebuild. That's more kind of like retool. But I, I'm with you. I, well, I I think it's the reason they traded AJ Brown. They knew they missed their window. Yeah, it's the guy that's, they had a three year window. They got to a conference championship and they lose a wild card of Baltimore. And then last year, lost to the Bengals. Yeah, I, I would I would agree. They kind of they didn't miss. They, they, did, they had a good three year one. It was a good, but it, I don't want to say missed the window, but they there was more meat on the bone. Give me the Colts today. Also, uh, Taylor's going to play. I don't love the Titans' run defense. Colts are a good home team. If they win, they're all of a sudden back above 500 and really feeling good about themselves. Give me the Colts by a field goal, 23-20. I'll go. I'll go low scoring. I'll, I'll go 20 to 16. Another team that really needs wins today: Chargers at Texans. It's another noon game. Texans destroyed them last year in Houston. Chargers, like their seven best players, have all been on the injury report in the last like 10 days. It's really bad. Do they win in Houston today? Houston's winning today. Why do you think that? Chargers are missing too many key players. There's the injured player theory. There's not the injured players theory. I mean, they're out. Chargers are a six-point favorite. They're out who, to, who today? Allen, Bosa. Is he? Yeah. I know he was injured, but Bosa's not playing, right? Neither is Slater. They're missing some other key pieces on defense. I know Storm Norton's starting today. Yeah. He's, I know that. What do you have at? What do you have that number at? Uh, what do you mean? The, the, what's the spread? What's Six. The, okay. I like Texans to cover that. Yeah, I do too. I think Chargers win Texans cover. Give me 21-23 Chargers. I'll go I'll go 23-20 Houston. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know about win because the Texans have... How are the Texans going to move the ball? Is, is J.C. Jackson flying? 
Inactive is inactive. Should have already come out by now. I'm not entirely sure. I I know he's been injured, but like regardless, like even if these guys are playing, Keenan, like, Keenan Allen's inactive. They're not healthy. Keenan Allen's inactive. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm J- looking at Shafter's. JC Jackson is playing, and so is Corey Lindsley. Chargers. Corey Lindsley is playing. Yeah, and so is JC Jackson. Yeah, but like. I still don't think like these guys are healthy. Bose is out. Obviously, he's on IR. Allen's team. out. Slater's out. That's that's a lot of points. And the Texans are a decent home team who tied the Colts. Yeah, I, Bose the Tex- is out eight to ten weeks. Yeah, I, I, I might I might be on the Texans uh, the plus the six points. That seems like a good one. Uh, what else we got in the slate? Jets at Steelers. Give me a quick prediction for this one. Uh, I think people are kind of overreacting to Zach Wilson's coming coming back. I think the Steelers win. Uh, I actually think the Jets are gonna win. I hope, man. 24-21. We need seven more wins. So Seven? What? I picked them to win eight games at the start of the year. People forget. Oh. <laughs> Yikes. Give me the Jets by a field goal, 24-21. I don't, Mitch Trubisky is not very good. But uh, we already knew that. Uh, Jets get, have some issues right Chicago now. Chicago Bears at the Giants. What do you like? I think we're I think we're going to win today. Three and one Bears? Yeah. We think in playoffs? We're thinking uh, let's start losing games to get a good draft pick. <laughs> Uh, I, both these teams are terrible. The, the, I don't think they're fooling anybody with their two and one records. And the, I know the Giants are a little hurt at receiver. They've kind of outperformed what the, how they've played the last couple weeks. The Bears have two, but I, I think this is definitely a game that the Bears can win without trusting a quarterback. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'll go, which is a whole nother story. I'll go Bears, even though the Giants are a three point favorite. Give me the Bears by. Five points, 30, eh, too many points for the Bears to score. 20 to 15. 17, 13, Bears. Here's Greg Joseph, field goal, it's up. And the Vikings have a five-point lead with 14 minutes to go. All right, let's go score, Saints. Commanders, Cowboys. Yeah. I I have no idea to expect for this game. I kind of like the Cowboys at home. Close, probably. Uh, I I think so, yeah. I'll, I'll side with you there. This is... I have no idea what this Cowboys the pass, team is. The Cowboys pass rusher is going to eat Carson Wentz alive. Yeah, I would agree. He was sacked, what, eight times nine last times. week? Nine against Philly. And, and it was bad league before against you, you know, um, Detroit. Yeah, you're going to face a pass rush this week that is just as good as Philly's was. So, Michael Parsons probably the leader in the clubhouse for defensive player of the yeah, year right I, now. He's my pick for defensive player before the year. Yeah. Yeah, I think Dallas wins today. I'll go Dallas. Well, I'll get low scoring game again. I'll go twenty four seventeen Cowboys. I'll go. Tw- I'll go. I'll pick a weird score here. I'll go nineteen fifteen. We're Dallas. A quarterback controversy between Cooper Rush and Dak Prescott in a couple weeks when Cooper Rush is three and zero. No, I agree. Browns Falcons. This is a really ugly game. Browns well, get the th- dude. We just have a lot of bad football games today. This is just bad. Uh Browns are way better than them. I don't think the Browns. Are, I think the Browns are a good football team. No, so do I. I was a little low on them for the year. Miles Garrett's out today, though, right? Uh, I'm not sure. Is he? Can you check? Uh, yeah, sure. Thanks, buddy. Miles Garrett, is he active, or is he playing? Miles Garrett. Uh, I think in two to four weeks, he's out. Okay. So, no Miles Garrett. That's big. Uh, give me Jacoby Brissett and company. I think they're winning for their teammate. I know Garrett was in a, uh, a vehicle accident earlier this week, and they'll, they'll rally around and play for him and win <laughs> the game. Uh, give me a quick prediction. Seahawks-Lions. 
Also, if, for, sorry, Browns will win by a field goal, uh, 30-27. That'll be a high-scoring game. Yeah, sure. I'll go, Bra- I'll go Browns 24, Falcons 21. Um, Seahawks-Lions, quick pick. Lions without a bunch of guys, too. No Chark, no... Um, obviously, Jason Williams is out, and then Amon Ra, and then no DeAndre Swift. Still like Detroit. They'll, they'll run the ball down their throat. I'll go, I'll go Lions 26, Seahawks 23. Seahawks in an upset, 30-24. I think the Lions are very good. Not so fast, my friend. Geno Smith and company get the win on the road. Uh, quick pick, Patriots-Packers. This game's going to be ugly. Actually, I'll go first. Patriots score three points today. 20-3 to three the final. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. I'll, I'll go a little higher, though. I'll go Packers 24-3. 22-3 Bay. Did I get to everyone? Think, oh, Raiders, Cardinals, Panthers. Raiders, Broncos, too. Oh, Raiders, Broncos. I, I kind of like the Raiders in this one. They're not going to lose every game. I think they're kind of due to win one. Yeah, I think the Raiders win today. Raider, John? That kind of works. Raider, Rhymes with Gator. Gator. Gator John. Next week. Oh, uh, yeah. Give me ooh, another London game next week. Oh, we move. <gasps> I, hate, oh. I hate the London games. No, I like it. Uh, give me, yeah. Raiders by a field goal. I think everyone by a field goal. Why today. do you like the, the 31, London 28. games? 31-28. Because wake up and watch football. It's like we live in California. By the uh, way, I totally don't have a four downs prepared today. Uh, <laughs> you just reminded me we do that. I also don't have a breakout player. We'll figure that out later. Um, Cardinals-Panthers. Uh, two bad teams. Quick prediction. I'll take the Cardinals. I'll take the Cardinals by five points, 21-15. Let's do a breakout player, and then four downs. We'll make up on the spot. Hmm. You go first, so I'll counter you. Romeo Dobbs for Green Bay. So we're doing receivers? Yeah. I'll go with Amari Cooper for the Browns. Good pick. Four downs. Sean, you're up first. I have none prepared, so... I guess I'll just rant about Big Gabe Boober for the final 10 minutes of the show. I don't have one prepared either, unfortunately. We can, uh, I think this might be a, sk- a skip day, unfortunately. Well, if you were listening just for four downs. Sorry. I don't know what to tell okay, you. Okay, let's just, let's do, I'll, I'll give you four downs. Okay, you'll make them up on the fly? Four downs. Chipotle or Chick-fil-A? Chipotle. That's all I got. <laughs> um, Just one down today. Uh, one, no, no, no. One, da- to... one down, we threw a bad pick on second down. <laughs> what, what, what should we get for after this? Panda. It's right upstairs. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, so yeah, convenient. We have to get to go, though, because I have to Obviously. get some, some supplies uh, from the store. Some supplies. Yeah, it's toothpaste and trash bags. Anything else we need to talk about? Um, Next week, no show. We're going to be in Gainesville calling the Mizzou game. So listen. Twitter space. Twitter space at Harrison Vatnick at... Liddy one two one two one two. No, it's changed now. Yeah, it's no, not I, that I, anymore. I, I, I it's mean, just that John the Woodskin. That was the joke. Uh, but yeah, uh, listen to Mizzou at Florida on this very airwaves um, next Saturday, eleven a.m. Central, noon Eastern. Mizzou at Florida. Anthony Richardson will play against Brady Cook, and there'll be many other friends on the field, and it'll be so much fun. As Jason Hill breaks a run to the forty. First down. John Tessitore okay. up under center. That was last year. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you in a couple weeks. This is Start Your Sunday, KCOU 88.1 FM. Bye.